0: Okay, but wait, wait. Isn't that crazy? Well, not really. I mean, because then, because you're, why that's crazy. your your original point was that it was crazy that 19 kids all died and didn't become adults. But you're that I don't think it was 19 kids. You said it was 19 times they had.
1: Yeah, well, 19 pregnancies is nothing to sneeze at.
0: No, not at all. But 14 of them were miscarriages, so there were only five actual. (laughs) Yeah, that's a crazy fact, but it doesn't have anything <laughs> no to do with
1: grave, is what you're saying. Whatever, whatever. I, I just think it's an interesting huh. thing, and it freaked me out.
0: Yeah, No, oh, that's crazy. It's well,
2: been, uh, been morning miscarriage hour. Yeah. <laughs> <Where> are we <laughs> rank the, tra- <laughs> the tragedy of a miscarriage versus a child? Death? Yeah,
3: right. Dead children are sadder.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Got no time to be a punk. The kids are asleep, so let's get
3: drunk. Good place as any. Uh this is episode seven of The Kids Are Asleep uh, in the Apocalypse. Uh I am uh Dan, joined by my beautiful wife Sarah. Hello. And uh two swell a-o-k really nice top. Of the pops, <laughs>
4: <What>?
3: <laughs> guys awesome. who are friends of mine, and you're number
0: one. It's top of the pops.
3: I don't oh. know where else. I, I should have stopped that a little bit before I did.
2: Yeah, was, I, is, I,
0: it, I, is gonna, this what this I, is? Gonna, too
3: close to the sun on that one. Yeah, yeah really. to go. You,
2: you, you do not have improv skills, man. No, no, no I don't.
0: Uh, no. I probably don't either as much as I'd like to think I do. uh, yeah, I guess I can use my improv, improv, yeah, fuck it, you go, Tim.
2: Uh, this is Tim. I'm in Rhode Island, and, uh, I don't know, it was a beautiful day here, I'm drinking a beer, pretty much the same as last week, I just (laughs) sat around and did jack shit all day. And, uh, I'm on, like, my fifth or sixth beer, so yeah.
0: Nice. I'm uh I'm Ben over here in the southwest suburbs. I think I've said it before. Well, I mean, I may as well just say Romeoville. It doesn't make matter here. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah, uh, I'm on not definitely not that many beers. It's probably maybe my. I think I drank two old styles. I'm about to open up my beer of the week, drinking uh or no, smoking the same old BG Bedford Maui shake uh 24% THC, good shit. And uh try not to smoke too much of that during this so that I'm not too super mush mouth. Did not gonna...
2: repeat the
3: last uh two <laughs> weeks of this podcast. Exactly. Which I'm off yeah. to a
0: bad start. Chuck, I'm going <laughs> to talk up, talk up, talk up. All right. Um but uh, uh, well,
3: uh yeah. I think that's uh it's pretty good as far as intros go. Um yeah.
2: I've I have interesting news. Uh, I talked about it before we started recording, but but Rhode Island is taking the first little baby steps towards getting out of Quar. How's that? So, like, the governor is going to let the stay-at-home order expire uh, on May 8th. Today's the 2nd. And then... Like, there's like a plan for like incremental opening. Like, they're going to start with parks and then beaches and shit like that with like reduced parking so not as many people can drive to it. Okay. And, uh, yeah. I'm excited to, to, to get out from under it. Like, a little bit is really exciting. Especially because, like, are so fast. not you
0: concerned at all that it might be a bad move?
2: Uh, no, because, like, with, uh, I, Because of the track record already, like, they've taken so few chances here. Like, we were one of the first ones to lock down. Um, Right. Like, totally. And our, like, numbers are, like, really low. Like, we're, like, used as, like, the benchmark for a city that did well during this in a lot of these, like, models. Okay. That's cool. But I did see, like, the thing, one of the most fucked up things I've seen since this started when I was out running the other day. I was like, because like my neighborhood is like a a little bit sketchy, I guess, kind of like Pilsen was like ten years ago, and um, and now I'm here, which means soon it'll be like Pilsen is now. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, I was out for a run, and there is a homeless guy, uh, begging, begging on the median, and he had attached his cup to a broom handle so that he could. Like get money from people from six feet away, nice. And I was like, that shit is gonna stick with me. It was gonna be like an enduring yeah. image of this horrible time, wow. of like the homeless guy begging with his cup extender. Right. Yeah.
0: Good on him, though. I mean, honestly, I mean it's kind of like I I often think about like, I I mean, well, I guess not often, but whenever I do see you know person begging, I'm just like. I take, I try to take note of like what they're, uh, you know, like what, what tricks they're using or what, you know, their sign says or, you know, whatever the, not, not tricks. You know what I mean? Like I wanna,
3: what you want to know the, keep your finger on the pulse of homeless culture or what? Nah, I,
4: <laughs> I, just wanna,
3: <laughs> I just sometimes feel
0: like that they, there's things that work better than others and there's, you
3: know, probably a community, oh, I, you I'm, know? I'm just being a dick. That is interesting, yeah, you know, to yeah. see that kind of stuff see what works and what doesn't <coughs> right
1: and people have to keep keep moving forward
0: i think part of the reason why i take notice of that is just because i'm storing it away for the future when i'm eventually homeless and uh you know I, I i'll know what things i've taken note of and you know i'll have my i'll you know i'll have my bit ready to go
3: we all prepare in different ways
2: yeah you know. Know. <laughs> i know was also thinking because that sent me down to, like, a thought spot, like, it sent me in a spiral, and I was thinking about how in the, if there's, like, if if there is a human history after this, like, the history books, history books will have, like, a chapter on, like, but it won't be, like, on COVID-19, it'll be called, like, The Quar, like, right, like the Dust Bowl. It's like, they called it The Quar back in right. 20, and then there'll be, like, a Ken Burns, the third documentary, where it's just, like, <laughs> slow motion like footage of uh people uh you know watching netflix and smoking weed and then then instead of like having like a sad civil war violin it'll be like i don't like Nicki minaj or something right b it'll
1: be Cardi b we're gonna have to do this like again right
3: i think so Mm -hmm. i think
1: um... like it's this in particular, this one is going to come back in the fall.
3: Or there's probably going to be a second wave at the very least.
1: Right. And also just in general now, I feel like now we live in a new world where infectious disease is going to be something we have to always like consider. So do you, do you, I mean, I don't know for sure, but I mean, that's what the flu does. It goes away in the summer, then it comes back in the fall. So
2: yeah. and how many, we're going to how have how to do it again,
1: right? Yeah, they're I, already ha- I'm already hearing rumblings of, like, maybe school won't open up in the fall.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me too. That's not ends. good for me. No.
3: Right. I don't think it's good overall for us because I think there's too many powerful forces that will just be like, well, well, you you all don't really need public school anyway, do you?
1: Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. I mean, that's a whole other topic of, of what evil people can do to take advantage of a crisis. But, you know... I mean, I my fear is like okay. everyone would be like, Okay, we're done. We made it through this. We are a family now. Right. Like, yeah all right, two months from now, strap up, go back in. No, it's or gonna even be... right now if we open too soon, there's gonna be another spike like right, right now.
2: It would be like if like if like three months after VJ Day the Japanese just started fighting us again. Like that would be <laughs> like
3: Oh, what the hell? All
4: right.
3: <laughs> yeah. Thought we were done. already on the boat headed home
4: (laughs) man so Mm.
3: I think uh, we can go ahead to beer of the week if you guys are cool with that Uh, I'm sorry we can go ahead to what
4: beer Beer
0: of
4: the week
0: yeah who wants to start us off Dan and Sarah why don't you guys just go ahead and start us off okay so um,
3: Sarah, do you want to go first or?
1: Sure. I can do that. So, I have another revolution brewing this year?
3: This year. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just take that again, sorry to the.
0: Hey, so, only <laughs> one revolution per year. You say you want a revolution. Okay. But only once a year. Will you know. All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I, this week, I have another Revolution Brewing Rev Pills.
3: Thank you again for your participation. Yes, continuing Ben's Revolution Month, Sarah and huh? I are yeah. participating. Whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Do you want I have
1: never tried this one. I just opened it. I like the can.
0: What is it? Did you say what it was? Yes. What is it?
1: Rev Pills.
0: Oh. <laughs> Sorry.
1: And, um, I don't know, I've never tried it, so hang on a second.
2: All right. Oh, this is exciting. Yeah, First sip we're getting on, on yeah. air. We're getting fresh. <laughs> yeah, it's good. The
1: freshest like of cake. I do really like Pilsner's a lot. I like them more than IPAs, hands down. Um, it's kind of, like, sweet a little bit. Ben, shut up. Am I boring you, Ben? <laughs> no,
2: he just thinks that, like, he thinks that IPA is the only good beer or something. Oh, has, that is okay. Or it's I'm, not okay. It's not okay for someone to like another style more than IPA. is. Ben's opinion. <laughs> fucking bullshit. I'm not even
1: going to begin to unpack like, that. His, I know. Why it would matter so I'll much. I'll take
2: this, okay? <laughs>
0: uh, what I was implying is that your opinion is not valid.
1: Okay. Well... On that note, but I'm just, okay. <laughs> I like it.
2: Um, I just don't get why everybody hates IPAs. Nobody hates IPAs, man. We all love IPAs. Which just, we like to drink other beers sometimes. <sighs> I'm
1: actually not a massive fan of IPAs, but there you I'm, go. I'm talking about yeah, Revive Hills right now. I like it. I mean, yeah, right, I like it. I'm not like you guys where I can be like, oh, the, the who's a what's it's on the Flippity flops have a very distinct who's a what's it's. I don't know. I'm usually just reading like the description. It. <laughs> 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 I like it. Um I like it. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. it's a four, like the other it's brother beer, cousin beer that I had last week.
3: Right. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's kinda mm-hmm. like the complement to Fist City. It's like red where Fist City is blue. Mm-hmm. um I don't, I don't know why revolution chose to do that for those two beers and those two beers alone it's kind of interesting
0: yeah that is um, well, i mean i guess because i mean like that is like their uh i guess like flagship attempt at those types you know whereas they might have other more specifically pointed like versions of those styles or something sure. you know what i mean how many like, beers know, do anything? they even
2: sell now that aren't like oh, oh, fuck. something something that are ones that aren't something hero a
3: fair number because i am actually my beer of the week is ghost ride
2: style ale I was just, uh, just thinking about getting like a some colch the other day but i couldn't find it fucking, would have been yeah, perfect so and a nice day today
3: also revolution brewing um and i was also kind of feeling like i saw i i can't remember where i saw this but I saw a can of it, and I wasn't able to try it, but I wanted to grab it, and it is a very good Kolsch. Um, again, I think a lot of the, the the goodness, the good tasting of these beers comes from the fact that they're brewed close by in smaller batches, and that just makes things taste better. So, like, Kolsch
2: it's such a crisp, refreshing beer. Like, it's so, such a good backyard beer. Mm-hmm. It's I'm a good not. beer for the day.
3: It was like 79 degrees in Chicago today. Oh damn, yeah, dude. It was yeah. beautiful today. It
0: was, it
1: was a nuts. beautiful Chicago day today. Yeah. Perfect.
3: Yeah, so it's a it's a <laughs> it's a good day for drinking a Kolsch in Chicago and Yeah. Um I'm glad I I'm glad I went with it and just I'm, I'm going to try. You got one more week of Revolution month, right, Ben? Yes, yes I do. So I'm going to try and dig, dig up uh two more Revolution brewing beers for Sarah and I for next I mean, you Next don't have to. Though. I was just no, doing, it. doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it, buddy. We're doing it.
0: Yeah, yeah. let's go there together. <laughs> this is
3: fun, isn't it? We're going to die, aren't we? <laughs> I, pr- right. I appreciate
0: it. I think the entire reason Revolution Month exists, I'll remind you guys, is because I bought one case of beer that had four different kinds of Revolution <laughs> beers in
3: it. So we would, not, I would say- we would not be able to keep that one case in the
0: it's been been hard i mean i basically just set them aside and i put them in the fridge on the night and you know that way they're not ready to be drank and
3: uh, on that note yeah are you drinking what's yours what's the uh one mm -hmm. from the edition so
0: continuing with revolution month for myself the titular month what we so i've i've i had what the self the Antihero, the OG, right? And then last week was, uh, which one? The Citra Hero. This week, week number three, penultimate beer is Crystal Hero India Pale Ale. It is 7.2. It. <laughs> it is, uh, you do have to freebase it off of a light bulb to, to to enjoy the beer to its fullest. But it's 7.2% uh, alcohol. Uh, I'll read some copy here to give you an idea because it knows better than I do. Crisp refreshing IPA exploding with flesh, flesh, whoa, fresh floral hop character named for a somewhat for, yeah, there we go. Named for a somewhat forgotten yet amazing hop variety named Crystal. A unique hopping program gives this beer a massive clean bitterness and fresh hop aroma bursting with hints of citrus and fresh fruit. And yeah, it's uh it's totally it's all that. I can very again, very citrusy, not as citrusy as the citra hero, obviously, but um you know, it's uh it's a solid solid IPA. I forgot what I give antihero, but honestly, like every week kinda reminds me just how good antihero really is. It's just mm. like hits all the bases so good, whereas these other ones that I've done are like, you know, just like going towards, like, going off the deep end in one one side of the character, of the halves, or whatever.
2: I, have but, a, uh, I think I have a good analogy for this. It's let's like, hear it. Anti-hero is, like, G.I. Joe, and then, like, the all the other heroes are, like, the lamer, more specific superheroes that hang out with G.I. Joe. You know what I mean? Like, like, like the guy who's, like, Desert Man, and ice soldier, and, like, they all have, like, a <laughs> territory, like, a, like, a, uh, Biosphere that they can fight in, right? That's like all these. You're like going, you're going all the way back to like
3: like 1960s GI Joe for this metaphor, but I think it's correct. Yeah, that's. I think, yeah, that's I, think it, I think it's accurate
2: because there's like all these other heroes do something specific, but it's not as good as just like the regular. Yeah.
3: yeah, the oh yeah the
0: original
2: the, the general issue exactly which is what
0: GI stood for. G.I. Joe! So if I didn't say this, it was I, I give this a solid four, and I forget what I give Anti Hero, but whatever it was, I I want to give it like a four point five now. I think it's like a, I, I think that's what it really deserved. That is what it deserved. Yeah, I think that's what. It, if I didn't give that originally, I'm gonna whoever's, uh, uh, what do you call it? Whoever's upkeeping the wiki, uh, on on this podcast,
3: <laughs> will uh, <laughs> we'll have to update that. So yeah, it's a we'll uh, subreddit. Yeah. <laughs> Kid asleep subreddit. Well, you know, I think the thing about antihero is like like, you know, I'm drinking this Kolsch of Revolution Brewings and it's very good. And I've had Rev Pills and it's good. And, you know, we had a lot of, you know, Fist City is great. And there's a lot of great revolution brewing. But like antihero is like their beer that like gets them into the books. You know what yeah. I mean? Like all the rest of these, it's like, yeah, they're good beers. That's a good brewery, but I'm not gonna like if I lived across the country. I wouldn't like go out of my way to get like ghost ride Kolsch, you know what I mean? But I right. would I would be like, oh damn, I want some anti hero. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. Be which, a, Tim, Tim, I bet you wish you could participate in uh mm-hmm. Revolution Month by this
0: yeah, point. But you can't, you sad sack of shit. I mean
2: <laughs> I mean my I oh. I have access to so much better beer than anything Revolution makes out here. Like, Shut up. Uh, for instance, I, I have two this week. Um, oh, shit. So, so right now, the one I'm drinking right now is an oatmeal stout, which was a weird purchase for the warmest day of the year. But uh, <laughs> it's, uh... <laughs> it's hot out today. You know what I
0: feel like? <laughs> oatmeal. Thick oatmeal.
2: <laughs> yeah. Thick 45-degree oatmeal. Uh <laughs> So it is a, a proclamation Brewing company which I've done um, before they are out of Warwick, which is just a little bit south of where I live uh, and it's uh, like I said an oatmeal milk stout. so it's made with uh, oats are the uh, oats would be the uh, the uh, grain there and it's lactose uh, is the brewing sugar uh, so. It's uh, really good. It's not, like, overpoweringly bitter like a lot of uh, stouts are. It's uh, got it a little bit on the sweeter, creamier side. And 6.5% alcohol, which is a nice number. But, um, yeah, and I'll go ahead and give it a 4.25. Ben's making exasperated noises over there.
0: Yeah, all of this is grossing me out. Uh, yours? All <laughs> <laughs> It's so bad. All of everything you've said so far. Do you you know why?
2: Do you know why you think
0: that, Ben? Because it's an oatmeal milk stout. Everything about this just like screams at all of my senses.
2: Okay, but do you know why you really think that, Ben? Why? Because you're a basic bitch.
0: Oh, shit. (laughs) All right.
4: Okay. Got
0: fired.
1: No, I That's actually right. agree with Ben on this one. Here's the because so, yeah. here's the thing, I man.
0: Like, is like I, I feel the same way about this and like coffee. Like what are the coffee beers? Those like coffee stouts. They're also stouts, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is why stouts have to be like one of my probably my hate most. Like on the on the like scale of types of beers, stouts are the worst, man. Like they're always doing stupid shit like this. Like I want oatmeal <laughs> and coffee with my breakfast not with my beer okay man
2: taste like oatmeal that would be like it's like saying uh that uh you know your beer tastes like whatever it tastes tastes like barley
0: no (laughs) i think a better comment would be like it tastes like uh i'm chewing on like gems as crystal hero
2: yeah wait well no because what no crystal uh, crystals no. Shh.
0: No. all right
3: whatever Any, anyway so just, all right let's let's get let's clean this up this is yeah, getting sloppy right. yep it's getting
2: slapped real early <laughs> the, the other one i just want to include because it's a good because And just on the off chance that anyone in the providence area actually hears this they uh, won't i cut up ben there is uh <laughs> a, a tremendous brewery in my neighborhood in the west end called the uh, long Live beer works uh and they are only a few years old, like seven years old, and they are like really, 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 really good. Like they're like really skilled brewers, and they, uh, along with a bunch of other uh, Rhode Island breweries, are uh, putting out a beer, uh, an, uh, an IPA called All Together, and it is really good. First of all, uh, I won't get into it too much, but I give I give it a four four point five. Nice. and also a not a not insubstantial uh, amount of money from each sale goes to the employees they've had to lay off so oh. if you are happen to live in or around Providence, Rhode Island and in some future time hear this you should definitely go to Long Live Beer Works on Sprague Street in the West End they have online ordering you can order your beer and then just pick it up from a to-go window and it just they're like totally like i would would, it would break my heart if this brewery went out of business because they're so good and they're just getting started and they're like banding together like with these other breweries to help out their laid-off employees they deserve to have their product bought (laughs) instead of like budweiser or whatever
0: yeah Yeah. no that's radical man that's like one of the worst parts is like (laughs) I don't know, man. Like they all all these businesses that just started in like the last year or whatever, like they gotta be like just so but like
3: pissed off. I don't know. You know, like all the small guys are, you know, hurting the most and like if we're not careful, I'm I'm not really sure how to prevent it, but it looks like we might end up with a society where everything is a chain. Can you
2: imagine that? It's gonna be demolition man like every restaurant will be taco bell your
1: tone is quasi facetious but you do not realize that taco bell was the only restaurant to survive the franchise wars so so now all restaurants are taco bell
5: no way
0: (laughs) not only that every like everything will be taco bell like every taco bell will just own every
3: corporation uh well it'll be i think it's disney and Amazon. amazon yeah Amazon is yeah. gonna Amazon is gonna eat Walmart mm. at some point here because yeah. what Amazon really needs is distribution centers. Like they need like stores that aren't stores. They need mm. places where people can just go and get their shit. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like instead of shipping like, it. Right. Like Right. Or like, you know, they ship it, it or like it's like, you know, they just need like it's a gap in the in the Amazon right. logistic cycle or Dude, whatever the hell. Do you guys call. remember when
0: like Amazon, like, we, it used to just be books, right? Do you remember that? When it yeah. was, like, yeah. you mm-hmm. would just, when you needed to get a book, you went to Amazon. You're, like, right. oh, I bet Amazon has this book I'm looking for, mm-hmm. you know? It used to just be fucking books. Like, that's what I was just thinking about the other day. I was, like, am I making this up? Like, was Amazon, and I am like, no, 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 this is real. I totally fucking remember this. And then, like. It's so fucking weird. Like that. Like, used
3: to just be about a rat and his friends without pants. Yeah, like, uh, you know. that's true.
0: <laughs> and, uh, you know, secretly hiding Nazis in America.
3: Roger Myers Sr., the gentle genius behind Itchy and Scratchy, loved and cared about almost all the peoples of the world. And he, in return, was beloved by the world. Except in 1938, when he was criticized for his controversial cartoon, Nazi Supermen Are Our Superiors.
0: But other than that, <laughs> you know... <laughs> But uh, and then like in Netflix, remember when Netflix was just fucking DVDs by mail? Yeah, yeah. like yeah, like that's like it's, ah. we're gonna <laughs> this it's is so funny true. that it's this is our, by this, mail. It's funny that this is our like uh, I walked 15 miles uphill yeah. in the snow barefoot. It's like I had to wait for the DVDs to come in the mail before I could watch uh, season three of curb your Enthusiasm. You
2: know, like (laughs) how to go all the way to the mailbox and back,
0: right?
3: (laughs) It's gonna be. I remember when uh, Disney and Amazon weren't the only two companies on the planet, right? Disney, Coca Cola, McDonald's, Amazon, yeah. And And pretty like, I mean, Disney and Coca Cola and McDonald's are all pretty cozy anyway, so yeah.
1: Yeah, Mm -mm. I mean, the future is looking pretty bleak.
3: Well, I think that's as good as time as any to get into the topic for the week, which is uh, conspiracies. I think our generation, especially like we grew up in the 9-11 era. Where it was like when we were young, it was like hyper patriotic, you know? But all so much of it just seems like cynical bullshit now, you mm-hmm. know.
2: Right. Uh, I remember like I mean, the first time I heard that there was like nine eleven conspiracy theories when I was like a teenager. I was like, "What?" Like even <laughs> like really. And now it's like I'm like ninety percent sure that Bush did that shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: the thing I can't get past with nine eleven is Building Seven.
3: Oh, well, man. Elaborate. Is there a
1: reason for that? I don't know. Well,
3: I, of, the, like, why? Building 7 is... Well, there's... I mean, the amount of damage that is caused by that happening can cause all kinds of things to happen, basically.
4: Okay. Whoa, you know, it's dude, like that was like the boring... Vegas shit.
2: Are you sure you're not from, like, a CIA disinfo agency? Yep. That was the Vegas... <laughs> that kind of Here's shit my... happening can cause a lot of shit to happen. <laughs> all right.
3: well, no, what I mean is, like, the the physical drama of buildings collapsing and like all the underground and like the different pressure in the basements and things like that. If they're part of a connected complex, I could see it being semi-realistic that building seven could collapse Mm -hmm. somehow. You know, Mm -hmm. I get it though, that it's weird. And the problem is all this shit is weird. And like the thing that I want to preface all the conspiracy talk with is like, we don't really need conspiracies because everything is like right there. In front of you, like the real like shit or at least the shit that you need to like really get at the evils of the world or like the things where shit is fucked. It's like you don't need all of the you don't need to show you don't need to be Fox Mulder and show that there's aliens.
0: Right. It's like, well, like the funny thing is, it's like today it's like they're, they're it's not that they're conspiracies necessarily. It's just that we now have to get dumb people to realize the stupid shit that's clearly happening right in front of their faces.
4: Right. Like, <laughs> well, because
3: they because this sounds like a conspiracy, but they're pumping a lot of propaganda. Well, and so I just wanted to say the the conspiracy thing is like I try not to go too far into conspiracies or give it too much credence. It's fun shit to Dang. talk about, yeah. But, but it also can be like really like distracting. I feel yeah. like because a lot of people get hung up on conspiracies when it's like we were all Bernie Bros, and like it sounds like a conspiracy to say Barack Obama like put his on the scale to prevent Bernie from winning the primary like that would sound conspiratorial to a lot of people right But like that shit's like in the public record like it's in the media yeah. and shit that happened right but you know
1: well I I heard I mean, a great quote about conspiracies that was like this lady was talking about you know obviously there's a gazillion conspiracies out there that are ridiculous and they don't have any founding and people really really believe them but the lady was basically saying it's Hard to dispute a conspiracy when people are absolutely behaving conspiratorially. Right. Which people are doing all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? But it doesn't mean that those like flat earth is real. Yeah, right? no right.
3: flat earth on this podcast. We're in a we're a we're a round earth podcast. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I like,
2: this is I do believe in a round earth. Yeah, and the moon landing.
3: And
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: The moon landing. Um, so, yeah, the moon landing. No, I believe Kubrick, in the moon. Stanley Kubrick filmed that, that shit, man. Right, yeah. well.
1: Why don't the flags wave, or why are they waving?
2: Exactly. Why, why are they waving? No There's air. no atmosphere <laughs> on the moon. I'm
1: joking. I believe that they went to the moon. Everybody, shut up.
2: Right, everybody shut up.
3: <laughs> everybody <laughs> shut up. <laughs> that's how you end a conspiracy.
0: <laughs> everybody shut up. Oh, well, I guess that's the end of that conspiracy. You'll be on a
3: rocket ride to the moon. And while you're there, would you pick up some of that nice green moon money for me? Royce McCutcheon. No deal, McCutcheon. That moon money is mine. Like, oh. I feel like
2: we're through the looking glass of like calling any conspiracy insane at this point because, like, PizzaGate is kind of true. Like QAnon is kind of true. Like the shit, yeah. like really did happen. Like, I to, like I, I yell at Hannah on a regular basis about it. That bless your heart about like the fact that like Jeffrey Epstein just got murdered in his jail cell, the highest profile yeah. prisoner For in sure. the country. And we all like and like why are we not still freaking out about that? It was like in August, and I still am fucking shook about that shit, man. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that was definitely they pushed the envelope with that that one. Yeah,
4: oh, the they are.
2: It was the mask yeah. is totally off. Oh, we lost the tape. The tape was malfunctioning. The guards who had never worked and there before that, fell asleep. That's
1: <laughs> how a lot of shady <laughs> stuff happens. They, yeah, they always lose the tape, and they, you know,
0: yeah, it's, it's
1: a beautiful mixture of like purposeful just... evil. And and like sinisterness yeah. <laughs> along with natural incompetence.
0: Yeah. And just like a total disregard for uh like our like any respect for us as a public. Yeah. They're just like, yeah. ah fuck it. They'll buy it. Oh, that's like, like the
4: scary that's, like, that's the, It's, it's
0: yeah. not even
2: they'll buy it, it's what are they gonna do about it.
0: Exactly. Yeah, like, they, yeah, they, they, like they don't even care whether or not we believe it. They're just like <laughs> because it's just like they do such a shoddy job of covering up their lives any their lies anyway it's just like you know they they it's it's like like you said they just don't give a shit whether or not we know
3: they're lying and well and uh, and the other thing is like the the more they make people like you know kind of realize it but with layers of semi plausible deniability i'll never forget there was we were uh it was i think it was super tuesday we were watching some election results with some people. And it was funny to see like the Bernie crowd was a very interesting one where there was like new lefties and old lefties. And then people who just like believed in his platform and didn't really have an ideology, but just were like, yeah, he's a nice old man who wants to give everyone healthcare. And um, seeing the way that they treated him like live on the news, when you're like rooting for him. I remember this person saying something like, Oh, like basically like, she saw through the looking glass and it was really the first time she had kind of like seen the system just like fucking you. And she's like, Oh, this sucks.
5: We're through the looking glass here, people.
3: Like, it, and it is, it is a really unpleasant experience to be like, Oh fuck. Yeah. This is all evil and shitty, isn't it? Oh yeah. crap. Like, it's not, you know, it's so like, that's, that's another way that they kind of defend these things. It's like with every layer of them, just lying straight to your face, it gets rid of just enough people who are just like, just, they breaks their spirits. They just go and they go and live their lives, you know, and just, you know, there's a lot of people who their, their default position would be, oh, politicians are all crooked and they're all liars. And that's just so like, I don't do anything with them. I just live my life.
4: Right. So that Damn. makes
2: that makes me think also of like this like the the like the left we get like accused of being conspiracy theorists a lot, and it's like, yeah, because we've been the victims of conspiracies for since forever since like Claudio and <laughs> yeah. before that, like like the people have been conspiring to keep the left out of power forever, so yeah, we're a little bit suspicious of shit, huh.
3: Yeah part of the paranoia when when j edgar hoover literally like you know fucking offs your ass yeah oh,
1: yeah there I mean, has absolutely been conspiracies all throughout yeah. history mm-hmm. absolutely so yeah there's lots of conspiracies that are true
0: yeah right it's like uh, i don't know i don't even have I, I do, anything uh, the the...
1: fire all the time especially powerful evil people they're constantly conspiring. I think okay, this brings me to something that I wanted to bring up. I saw I I was um Googling all different types of conspiracy theories, like to just think of you know, remember some or learn about new ones.
4: Oh,
0: that would have been a good idea. A
1: good YouTube video that was not about any particular conspiracy, it was about how conspiracies have changed over time. And I want to give it credit. The the YouTube channel is called Wisecrack. And it was the title of the YouTube video is How Conspiracies Have Changed. And basically, like, they talk about how there's a couple big ones that have been in the the zeitgeist, you know, in the 20th century, like JFK getting murdered, Mm -hmm. the moon landing, and, like, 9-11 also is another one that's, like, three big ones, right? And they're comparing them to newer ones, like Flat Earth and the anti-vaxxer stuff. And, like, the guy talked about how... How it has shifted from back then, it was like the government is corrupt, like the like the conspiracy focus on the government's corrupt. The government's hiding something. The government's hiding something to deceive the people for some kind of explicit purpose to like gain more power, whatever. But these new conspiracy theories like flat earth and anti-vaxxers, they're one super vague and they don't they don't punch up to the power they punch like sideways and they punch down. Like, so basically like you're going after scientists or you're going after teachers or you're going after um, doctors, you know, the medical institution or you're just in general, like the flat earth stuff is so vague. It's just basically like everyone's dumb, everyone's dumb. And they just want us to be dumb. And I just thought that that was interesting that they're eroding what the videos talked about is that they're eroding um, the public confidence in expertise. And that's a really dangerous thing, and I think that that's important to note that like these new, newer like kooky ones that like now we have outbreaks of measles and shit. It's because we're eroding our trust, not just in the government or powerful people, we're eroding it in each other, people who are less well off than us, and people who actually are like learned in in things, and they should be the voice to talk about, you know important topics like medicine and vaccines. And now they're like used to basically discredit all of that.
3: It's almost like a in-person version of that. um, That kind of idea about the internet where they can't keep the truth off the internet. So they just fill it with nonsense instead Mm -hmm. to drown out the truth. These people are like a real life that, that philosophy like come to life and personify in our society. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, but in the current digitized world, trivial information is accumulating every second, preserved in all its triteness, never fading, always accessible.
4: Rumors about petty issues, misinterpretations, slander,
3: all this junk data preserved in an unfiltered
2: state, growing at an alarming rate.
4: It will only slow down social progress, reduce the rate of evolution.
2: What is even like QAnon made like a limited hangout or something like that or like what's you know there's so much like to me like I could see like QAnon as being an entire or like Pizzagate as being like an entire disinfo campaign yeah
3: well and and that kind of actually um I don't know the something that I was thinking about with regards to this was like you know conspiracies are interesting and I think like a lot of the ones we talk about are like, especially the ones we grew up with. Like, I know Ben and I have talked about, um, like Ben has talked about the Loch Ness Monster for as long as I've known him. Um, it makes sense to me. What can I tell you? Um, yeah. but like, and that's like, that's an interesting, it's like not quite a conspiracy, but it's related. You know, it's like Art Bell's, uh, AM Coast to Coast or whatever it was. Yeah. What was that called? Just Coast to Coast. Um, and, uh, it uh it had like bigfoot shared space with kind of like vaguely proto alex jones kind of guys you know yeah. so all of that, that cryptid, cryptozoology like x-files shit kind of bled into this new era um and so I, I it just kind of got me thinking about um conspiracies and how they're kind of fun almost like when you're when you're the victim they're more fun conspiracies are more fun when you're like a potential victim who's figured it out and you're like ah i gotta wake people up you know what i mean right like those are, those are the really good that, conspiracies yeah uh, it's not necessarily
0: that, the side you want to be on it's probably be not, better if you were
3: the one conspiring well <laughs> think about this i think that those are the ones that people go for you know because they're the ones that make people feel like they're you know uncovering the truth they're like brave truth warriors or whatever right um compare that to what we were talking about earlier where like with Jeffrey Epstein and the government is just lying to your face and it disheartens and breaks people apart. And part of the reason people don't want to deal with that is because those conspiracies, it's like, we're almost culpable in it. You know what I mean? Because there aren't, it isn't just evil Nixon that's doing it. It's all, it's both parties, all everybody rich and famous um, it kind of makes you culpable. It's like, oh, some of my faves are compromised, as Nancy Pelosi's daughter said. <laughs> um, but so that got me thinking mm-hmm. about LSD, um, because we were we were talking uh, what was this a uh, grifters last week, and yeah. I can't remember what made me think about LSD. I think we brought up LSD at one point, Did Did we? didn't we? Yeah, I
4: think we might have. I think we were talking remember.
0: about uh ah fuck. I don't know. I just listened to that too, and I, I forget. I don't know. There's I, so, something was brought up about LSD. I'm pretty sure. I can't remember why. Oh, wait, yeah, but, Tim, you brought up You said that you'd never done it for some oh, reason.
3: Well, I remember that being discussed. That yeah. was a while ago. So that came up but, for some reason. But I just um
0: whatever caused this to why, up- Surprise, surprise. We had Hannah dose your drink
3: with some LSD.
2: Well, it was a conspiracy for the conspiracy episode. There you go. I planned it. That explains why I hear the voice of an annoying man in my head. Shut the (laughs) fuck up.
3: (laughs) So, I mean, LSD is probably the closest I've come to a CIA psyop. You know what I mean? Like doing LSD. Right. Like, because that shit came out of like CIA or government experiments and shit. God bless and them and all those what? CIA agents. Thanks you for your service. Like, <laughs>
2: they just like ruin people's brains in an effort to like create mind control, though, which, by the way, is right. not think, not a basis <clears throat> conspiracy theory; it's historical fact. Right. Well, yeah. and so
3: I was thinking about LSD, and I was thinking about movements mm-hmm. and the the failure of the movements in the late '60s and especially the '70s, and like how much. LSD was part of like that hippie culture and that counterculture. And um, I thought about my own life when I was doing a lot of LSD and I really wasn't doing anything else besides doing a lot of LSD, LSD, trying to get other people to do LSD, (laughs) finding new places to do LSD and trying to figure out where to get LSD. Yep. And I really do feel like, man, that shit, is very effective for derailing like people who want some kind of um, purpose or direction or want to feel like there's a meaning behind something. Totally. Cause I remember running into people who were like, yeah, like, like just total, like, you know, regular ass motherfuckers who were like, oh yeah, I used to do LSD all the time in high school. I ate a lot of it and tripped. It was fun. Ha ha. And now I'm a total normal, normal, like, you know, banker or something like that, you know? Like I feel like I, what I got out of LSD was just like, yes, there's a million points of light connecting us all, like that Bill <laughs> Hicks, uh, like that Bill Hicks bit.
2: Today, a young man on acid realized that all matter is merely energy condensed to a slow vibration. That we are all one consciousness experiencing itself subjectively. There is no such thing as death. Life is only a dream. And we are the imagination of ourselves.
3: And so that's kind of one of those things of like, you know, the conspiracy is like, man, if I'm a part of it, then I feel kind of like, you know, like not so much a victim. Like it it's like it's uh, when you're participating in getting something out of it, that kind of almost makes it harder to deal with and something that you don't want to kind of like grapple with as much. Like, did I CIA myself in a part of the twenty in a part of my twenty <laughs> by doing so much LSD? I think I might. Well, have. I know
1: people who sort of. who, who <clears throat> like fucked off hard because they did too many drugs, and I think their brain kind of went mushy.
2: Yeah. Well, you guys know about Operation Chaos, right? And I don't. Not a lot. No. So This no. is like the proof of concept for using lsd to like quash like leftist or like revolutionary movements is like so like the prime example is like in the summer of love in 1967 these two guys they're both named smith uh david smith and roger smith they were working out of uh the uh uh hate ashbury free medical clinic but they were also cia agents who were part affiliated with uh, uh project mk ultra um, as well as this other guy jolly west jolly west also worked out of the uh out of the hate ashbury free medical clinic and he was like one of those fucking spooks who like you couldn't like leave your drink by him cuz he would dose you just to be a dick what the you know fuck what I mean? <laughs> you know those stories you hear about like the cia you mean just Robert? to be a cool friend Yeah, dude, it would be like super sweet to be on acid in like the in like the CIA offices.
4: Oh yeah, yeah.
3: in like
2: 1962 or whatever. Yeah, well, not that part. These guys pose like posing as like doctors were actually doing LSD and speed research on like the people who lived in Haight Ashbury during the Summer of Love. And one of these fucking guys, Roger Smith, I shit you not, before he did this was Charles Manson's parole officer.
5: Are you mad? Uh, do you feel like Wolves revenge? Right Get
2: Francis bitch boots. What? Yes. And Charles Manson was the only parolee he ever managed. <laughs> what? what? <Yes. laughs> and Manson was in, people don't know this, before he went to LA, Manson was in San Francisco for the summer of love. And was a, like frequently he and his and his followers went to the haight Ashbury Free Medical Clinic to get treated for like VD like sexually transmitted diseases. So he and Jolly West and the Smiths were almost certainly in the same place at the same time, like in this clinic. What? Damn. And then like well also like Manson ran. This is actually uh, they talked about this on the last the last podcast in the left live special. Like, the Mansons were, like, actually a huge part of, like, the L.A. music scene. Like, the Mamas and the Papas and Joni Mitchell and all those guys used to, like... Oh, I do know about the Well, I mean, because yeah.
0: Charlie Manson even, like, wrote a bunch of music, right? Yeah, I don't he know he if, like, knows, any like, it...
2: Dennis Wilson with the Beach Boys was, like, going to try to get him right. a recording contract. Right. But
0: wasn't like... he... <laughs> wasn't he, like, famously, he was, like, going to... He was trying to kill Brian Wilson that night, oh, right? He was trying he to killed... kill...
2: He was trying to kill Terry... No, well that's we can really talk for a long time about that
0: <laughs> well there's also a whole tarantino movie about it yeah well yeah but it's kind of an but alternative. none of it yeah i was just gonna say but none of it's a lot of it's not real because it's an
1: alternative
4: good no flick. good flick hey rick dalton double
0: feature
5: <laughs> all the shooting I love that stuff, you know, the killing.
2: A lot of killing. The reason that he chose this yellow drive house with Sharon Tate and Jay Sebring and all them in it and Abigail Folger and Wojtek Frykowski was because uh, all right, uh Terry Melcher, the music producer who produced the, the Beach Boys, used to live there. Right.
0: And he didn't know that he wasn't there. Right. No, now. he knew
2: he wasn't there. He just oh. knew that, like, well, no one knows why he really did it, because, like, like, if you read Chaos by Tom O'Neill, like, the Helter Skelter, like, prosecution is pretty thin, actually. Like, what's a much more likely proposition to me is that they were trying to... Because another member of the Manson family, Bobby Boussoulet, was in jail for murdering this guy, Gary Hinman. And they and he they, they thought if they committed a murder in the same style as that, they would think, oh, Boussoulet must be innocent, and they would let him go. Yeah. So that might be it. But then, like, the interesting thing about it is, like, the amount of times Manson should have been sent back to jail on parole, or his members of the Manson family should have been sent back to jail for parole violations, and were not, and were just, like, turned loose. And, like, even after they were, they, after the Tate Labianca murders, they were actually in custody because they all got arrested in a huge raid for Grand Theft Auto because they were stealing uh, BW bugs and turning them into dune buggies and racing around in Death Valley. So they, had this huge, that sounds <laughs> they had this huge raid for a, for
0: a weird ass cult they did do some fun things I mean they had a good roster of activities I mean. they sure yeah they did acid all the time they also had
2: access yeah. to like maybe had access to this weird high powered acid that creates like a higher uh, degree of suggestibility oh uh, yeah I can't I can't uh that's also in the new ass podcast special but it's also something I've read before yeah but uh, just yeah it's insane like the connections are bizarre this guy's parole officer was an LSD researcher in the Haight Ashbury in 67 when Manson was there, and he let Manson go on parole violations constantly. And well, yeah, obviously. Yeah, but that's they had him. Bad. What I was saying is they had him in custody, all of them, and then they all let him go because it was a misstated search warrant. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, so, so LSD
3: is definitely like CIA shit. I mean, we just yeah. we said that earlier, but it's like well, yeah. So early. But
0: also, it's like what that's not going to stop me from doing it. So well, they I mean, said
2: like like a theory in this book, kind of, is that Manson actually learned CIA acid mind control techniques from the Smiths and from Jolly West, and used them like on his followers.
0: Oh well, duh. I mean, yeah. that would only make sense, man. I mean,
1: yeah.
0: How do you? I mean, Jesus Christ, man. Like, how do you get a whole? Like that, I don't know. I I hadn't really thought about the Mansons too much personally until I'd seen Once Upon a Time. But like, it is crazy, man. I mean, like that's like Hitler shit right there. Like well, being able heard. to get a whole fucking group of people to just like follow your every well, word and like yeah.
1: I mean, but I'm sure all that did happen. But also, he preyed on marginalized young people. Too. Yeah, you can. You know, I mean, not that. Yeah, you have to have the other mind tricks up your sleeve as well. But I sure. mean that's a whole other part of it too to just take, you know, young uh, you know, impressionable young people who uh probably are homeless or something, you know, or on the verge or you know.
4: Oh. Um,
0: and you know what, Sarah? This even goes along with what you were saying last week about Trump and like how he got to where he is is just his fucking lizard brain shit, you know? It's like you just got like it's like it's so like you can put lump all these people together: Hitler, Manson, Trump. They all have this uncanny <laughs> ability.
1: The Devil's Trio. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm sitting Hell's here. Hell's
0: band.
2: Ben, for what it's worth, I'm sitting here nodding my head.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, honestly, is it not true? I I'm mean, not crap.
1: disagreeing. I just think it's hilarious. But yeah, no lizard brains are. A real powerful fucking thing. You know who else has that lizard brain? You know who else I'd throw in there, guys? Make it a quadruple thing? Kim uh, K. Kim Kim K.
0: Kardashian? Yeah.
1: She's yeah. got that lizard brain. I mean, yeah, she knows how to or at least work her publicist yes. do. Is this, is this the hot take part of the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> is Kim wants it around her skin. business
3: but you don't so we've established the uh hitler manson trump and kim kardashian are you know, the four horsemen of the apocalypse um
0: <laughs> that's the official stance of this podcast
3: yes
1: i wanted to say something about charles manson and you know he's somebody who i mean correct me if i'm wrong we all saw him at least like in our periphery growing up right you and know like a in, culture yeah, yeah very like, much in, so. he was, like a dude and he had the swastika ingrained in his forehead and i remember being like dad who the hell is that
3: guy
4: yeah.
5: <laughs> i don't want to take my time going to work i got a motorcycle and a sleeping bag
3: it <laughs> was a question that a kid would ask but how are you going to explain charlie manson if your kid comes asking about who charlie manson like, is? i think by,
0: then, by the time they finally like get around to finally like seeing you know finding out about charles manson already be so desensitized at that point like it's not even gonna
2: track for that and if your kids well, or really if any of your kids uh have any questions about Charles Manson uh it's Timothy <laughs> Gmail.com
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> We gotta go to the expert. I'm gonna have to but, that. Yeah. But like so my point though is that you know he's in the background, you know, he's in there. I never cared a I never cared a lot, but a scary guy. And then I remember like in the last, I don't know five years or so of my life i watched something about the manson family or maybe it's even longer but like as an adult i watched it once upon a
0: time in hollywood no
1: no 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 it was like a documentary no it wasn't that it was like a documentary and i i had never really like learned about what that what he was or what the manson family was besides just being kind of shook as a little kid, and then forgetting <laughs> about it, and then and then I'm thinking though I, when you hear him talk though I'm like, man, I met a guy like you at every kegger I ever been at. You know, right. like <laughs> you want to get to another place, man. You mm-hmm. want to like defy authority, man. You know, what I'm like, I'm like I'm a that's honestly Is this not all a bad are? impression. Like, <laughs> and and my like so I wanted to just say in terms of conspiracies. And, and the CIA makes total sense to me that if like the CIA is known to go into culture, right, and manipulate culture and and kind of poison the well in terms of culture, so of course they found somebody <laughs> like that dude. Probably had a fucking ego beyond anything we can Lord, define. Charles Manson was
2: also super fucked up. And-
1: yeah,
2: man. Yeah, I'm sure.
1: I'm sure um a
2: Gigi Allen
3: type
1: of guy. Exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. His mother yeah. once sold him for a pitcher of beer.
1: That's oh, true. Yeah. 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 And that's
3: well, how that's how you end up in the clutches of the CIA, though. Yeah. Is yeah. when you end up a ward of the state. Sometimes yeah. the CIA wanders along. And it's like, hmm, hello.
2: And then All he right. would yeah. be like, he, "Sorry, I know way too much about this because I read that book," <laughs> but no. he would be like. The, the pitch perfect example of what MK Ultra was trying to obtain is you just beat down someone until there's nothing left of them, you fuck with their head with like powerful hallucinogens and you like turn them into a dangerous asset you can use like that's like the theory behind MK Ultra. and if you look at Charles Manson's life story that's exactly what happened to him he was like institutionalized most of his life he was sexually mm, assaulted yeah. ever since he was a little kid he was in jail like he had a fucking, like I said, his mom was abusive. She was like 15 years old. She traded him for beer. And then, like, mm. all this, Like then Mesler says he becomes a ward of the state. His parole officer is looking the other way on all these arrests. And he's getting drugs. And he's hanging out with these weird spooks in the hate ashbury in the 60s. And, man, I don't know.
4: Well, it's, and It all sets all off alarm bells.
3: All this discussion of, like, Manson in this time... It really reminds me of I read this oral history years and years ago of the Germs, the LA punk band. Secret, secret! Uh, and Darby Crash's childhood is insane, totally
2: insane. He went to that like, weird school, yeah.
3: Well, like, yeah, it's basically like Scientology is bubbling up, and there's like everyone is a gay pedophile, <laughs> and like everyone who isn't Jeez. is is still a pedophile, and like thinking about like that that book is so fucked up um but it really like um it, it, it's almost like a culture in the aftermath of something you know what i mean it's like a severe like it's like everyone is traumatized and just traumatizing one another um and so that got me thinking about you know talking about lsd and like feeling like man i got kind of taken basically like for a period of time in my life LSD really ate up a lot of energy and enthusiasm that I probably could have been using for something else. And that got me thinking, you know what else is eating up a lot of time and energy <laughs> that is that could have been maybe used more productively is Yo. fucking punk rock. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah.
0: I thought you were about to say marijuana. I was about to fucking punch you.
3: Oh, well, marijuana is definitely a CIA conspiracy. Are you kidding? Come on.
0: No, anyway, come on. No, no, no. Yeah, We've been using you. marijuana that's since, since prehistory.
1: To, to stifle the people. Yeah. Legalizing
3: it now in the way that they're doing it is a CIA plan. I don't know. I don't want to get on that's a
4: that's a
0: there's a time and a place, and that time and place is now on the topic of
3: conspiracies. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but no, so seriously, what, what I really got thinking about was like the other thing that I wasted a lot of time on that probably could have been used to more productive ends, right? Was punk rock. Right. It really right. was uh, you know, for the last ten years of my life I had basement shows in my house and before that Hang I was a band you're about board. to
0: tell me that punk rock is a CIA conspiracy.
3: So last night Sarah and I watched oh, a God. documentary about um how the CIA pushed modern art in the fifties, uh, deliberately as a part of a uh program against the Soviet Union and against communism.
5: The first boss of the IOD, and indeed the brains behind the CIA's cultural Cold War campaign, was case officer Tom Braden. We wanted to unite all the people who were writers, who were musicians, who were artists, and all the people who follow those people. You know, the people like you and me who go to concerts or visit art galleries to demonstrate that the West and the United States was devoted to freedom of expression and to intellectual achievement without any rigid barriers as to what you must write and what you must say and what you must do and what you must paint which was what was going on in the Soviet Union Uh, I think we did it Damn well. Men like Tom Braden and William Colby and many of their colleagues in the CIA had impeccable credentials. Debonair Ivy Leaguers, they collected art and wrote books. They were comfortable talking about intellectual issues and they enjoyed high-level contacts in the world of politics, culture and finance.
3: And part of it was the individualism of it was so stark that um, that was the, basically the entire point of some of it to the CIA. And it just got me thinking about the connections of punk to the, you know, sixties counterculture to, like I said, Darby crash and the germs and coming out of that East Bay area, Bay area fucking psychological nightmare zone. Right. Uh, it does Uh, seem
0: like, like, why does it seem like so many punks of that? Like, I was gonna say that area, but probably just that whole time. It seems like they were all so, like, I don't know, like they either they were all yeah, basically just like latchkey kids or total. I don't know, like some of them might have had like good home lives and they that they just abandoned, but they were all like just like really living it. You know, I mean, it's like that, you know, classic. You know thing you know it's not you know it's in the costume it's way life you know from return to living dead but it's you know it's like a lot of them were living the life so much more than you know say a couple of you know a group of middle class white boys posing as half-hearted class warriors as reference by Sex. Uh, you know oh. in an in area and so you know it's like they were
3: I don't I mean, know, like, why, why is it, me, though? Like, why? myself out, you know? <laughs> well,
0: right. No, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, and that's what we all were, you know? I mean, we were that. I mean, we were, but it's like, why in the eight, like, what was the difference that they were all living it? And nowhere did you see a bunch of punks, like, in our, you know, unless, you know, I mean, other than the crusties, which who well, knows, maybe well, some of them had decent homes even,
3: you know? That's the thing that's interesting, though. It's like, in that time, it makes sense for, Punk to appear in the same way that modern art was a real art movement. I'm not saying the CIA invented modern art. Right. But, like, if they're like, it's amazing how.
0: (laughs) The CIA were the ones writing the black
3: flag lyrics, by the way. Right, right. They were piping it into Greg Ginn's molars.
1: No, but they, they go into something that's coming up organically and they manipulate it for their own end right that's what i got from the documentary that that they use it to inspire individualism among people right and uh-huh. it could be like things like punk or if you're talking about modern art or or like i don't know even like the hippie culture that manson comes out of like let's get your mind free man all that stuff if it had been able to progress like organically and without interference from uh a superpower you know the, from or the cia
3: it, it might have been just its own
1: thing yeah. like that created something good or whatever fizzles out or whatever it turns into something better but they purposefully take it and they uh they have it you know inspire extreme individualism so that movements get stifled people's movements get stifled
0: so wait so, so I mean, that's the idea though is like is they want these movements to get started so that they can purposely snuff them out and like just to show them
3: like well no, it's more like uh they see this as useful for their own political ends and prop it up. It's like with modern art, it was just opposed to Soviet socialist realism. Oh, right. It was like okay. the exact opposite style of art that you could possibly come up with. And it was also like um very like aggressive but also like kind of meaningless it's like everything great about there's america no
1: message
3: it's like v8 cars like it's like fucking hot rods guns and rock and roll it's all loud flashy fun and meaningless like it doesn't like you know
1: well because in the in the thing about the modern art it was a retaliation sort of against they you know, there's a cia agent in the documentary openly talking about how proud he is to have worked on something like this, where it was basically like they didn't want communism to spread. And in their view, communist governments around the world were forcing people to make certain kinds of art, AKA art that like depicts a people's revolution. Let's make sure that's clear.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Gorgeous socialist, realist art that depicts the struggles of the proletariat. The CIA
5: paid for the Boston symphony, to go over to Europe and make a tour. And I think that the Boston Symphony, the impact from that tour of people who said, heavens, the Americans, look what they do. The impact was much, much stronger than four presidential speeches by Dwight D. Eisenhower about culture and democracy. I don't think that could have happened except in America. And I'm, I'm glad the CIA was immoral. If that's immoral. And so their
1: whole thing was, oh, these governments shouldn't be forcing any kind of, forcing you what to paint. We should, so we should like heighten this, um, you know, like, what is his name? The the J- Jackson, Pollock, Pollock. J- Jackson Pollock shit. Like they just splashed fucking a paint on a canvas, whatever. That was, or, that was naturally being invented without the CIA just inventing it. But they found it like saw so like oh it's the opposite of that it's totally about like what the individual is like feeling inside you know and putting on the canvas and there's no message whatsoever none not one message not any kind of not any kind of message or theme or or lesson in, in any of the art so they they do that on purpose i mean it's not even like hidden they this guy's on the documentary talking about it
3: well and one of the things he also says is basically like Oh, we CIA agents, we were all liberals. Like, we all like this high minded shit. So, it's this kind of cultural snobbery that's really weird where it's like uh, these guys look at like socialist realist art where it's like a real basic, simple message and a real quality picture of a person. They're like, this is art for idiots. I'm so much smarter than this, you Mm -hmm. know? Like,
2: because I went to Yale. um, Yeah, because I went to fucking Yale. Everyone in the CIA.
4: Yeah. yeah but lots
1: of people go to school to get stupid let's not forget
3: but to bring it back to (laughs) punk it's like i feel like punk before like there was i don't know punk is weird and there's a lot of historical kind of things that go into punk too and that's to ben's point about everybody being uh like royally fucked up like the ramones being like you know ex-male prostitutes all huffing airplane glue Like, I don't know about that, but I just know in my own life, I feel like uh, punk was like a giant like net to catch people who otherwise would have been good um, like political organizers and shit like that.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Or like, I don't know what it was. It was like, it, I don't know how to describe it exactly, but it just feels like a big fucking waste of time <laughs> for lots of different people. Who could otherwise be doing important things and maybe that's just me being a jerk but i think conspiracies are really interesting when you're not smart enough to figure them out until after you've already been duped you know mm. <laughs> says the guy who's who's totally been duped, duped right? <laughs> i mean i got something to say you know what do you think this is all about you think this is a fucking costume this is a way of life my point is i uh i feel like yeah what is your point dan my point is that the cia is all around us it's in our <laughs> breakfast cereal uh the tracking no, chip I in know. our tooth tracking chip in our tooth second sex bunker reference of yep. the late.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna keep making
3: them well i'm sick and i'm tired but my mind is fucking wired i clued it to the truth chip and the-
2: incidentally everything the cia does on american soil is illegal they're not supposed to operate domestically whatsoever let alone have right. gigantic lsd mind control <laughs> programs
4: <laughs>
3: let, alone, let alone setting out Charlie Mansons all over the place yeah. well how many other Charlie Mansons do you think there have been That's well have other- you guys seen that movie
4: has connections with- to
2: the CIA and took LSD uh, fucking Lee Harvey Oswald
4: uh-huh. uh, so-
1: oh. and now we're coming back full circle yeah. to JFK
0: well have you guys seen that uh fucking men with wait what is it men who stare at goats have you ever seen that oh, one yeah. Like that shit was uh based on true true events and shit. Like so they really are these fucked up weird ass you know, programs yeah, we, got like, experiments like, experiments s- we got in that our government does.
2: We got like a psychic assassin arms race with the Soviet Union, but I think they like to faked us out. Like they didn't really have yeah. that program. They just wanted to like <laughs> their
0: their team like, was... passed out and started getting nosebleeds and so we won. Like is that what yeah.
2: it? I just think they weren't really like, doing it. I what it what was... do you
0: mean? Like they were doing like like, like, we were having like, mind games across the sea from with each other, like...
2: Yeah, well, I think they knew that we were spying on them, and they were, like, wow. ta- put out this, like, bullshit program where, like, they're trying to create mind assassins. So <laughs> then, like, the U.S. and, like, the CIA had to be like, oh, shit, we can't lose this psychic assassin race to the fucking commies.
5: Do you realize that fluoridation is the most monstrously conceived and dangerous communist plot we have ever had to face?
1: Just to go back to, like, was Punk a PSYOP? Um, <laughs> um it always, okay, this is like a bridge to something else, okay? So maybe we'll cut this part out, but g- give me a minute here.
4: No, no, no. So Take being a psyop. Take
1: here's what is hilarious to me, or like, what always stuck out to me. It's all punk was like all everybody wears it literally on them on their person like how political they are how like supposedly revolutionary they are how much they want to riot it's all about that right and in all of my experience just over and over and over again where anytime me or anybody who wanted to bring something like authentic authentically uh grassroots organizing esque <laughs> to it that the whole scene would like uniformly clam up loudly reject it in a yeah. million different ways. And not just like once or twice where like, okay, that happens sometimes, whatever, but like to the point where it's comical. Like it's ironic. It's well, the, like the oh, loudest
3: wow. people and the most "Quote unquote," political people would always reject it. Yeah, right? true.
1: Okay, we could go into that, but like the scene, the scene "quote unquote" would reject. I mean, literally, there'd be times where I'd be like saying stuff on the mic and in my own home, being like, "Boo, you whore!" Boo, you know, wow. <laughs> you know. I was saying boos. But like, my point is, is like when it gets to like that, where like when when. I mean, it's just so ironic to me where it looks like it looks so political. And yet when anything is brought to the table of like, well, let's do this. Then we have all this energy, right? We have all this like will to be revolutionary and to be like chaotic in revolution. And it's just like, no, we hate that. (laughs) And and like that's that's one thing. But it like the I want to bridge that into I'm getting a similar feeling to. This presidential election and how everybody is MAGA. Everybody is MAGA. Yeah, I want to
2: hear. Do you want to hear this theory about how we're all MAGA <laughs> expand
0: yeah. on
4: this? Yeah, it's, Twitter it's is definitely
1: MAGA. a Twitter-derived, um, you know, observation, which is just not uh, representative of the general electorate, but it is representative of the deranged electorate. And I think that the deranged electorate is a really interesting sample of the general electorate but we what we have here now is like literally every group is calling the other group mega and I just think I mean it's not an exact like uh it's not totally equating to the to the punk stuff but I, I mean it's another moment where I feel like I step back and I look at it and I go like this is ironically bizarre you know like how it's all playing against each other where like Bernie people are Russia MAGA. <laughs> Biden people are blue MAGA. I've seen that. And then like MAGA is MAGA. And now so we're all just MAGA. MAGA says, make America great again. These are people that love our country. I have no idea if they're going to be here. I was just asking. So everybody's the worst thing we could put at anything could possibly be. And we're going into this probably like the what, the most important election? Yeah. <laughs> For the foreseeable future. We're all just like, You're MAGA. You're no, you're MAGA. You're blue MAGA. You're huh. bad MAGA. You're you're crazy MAGA. MAGA! Everybody's MAGA. <laughs> MAGA loves black people.
2: They foisted this upon us with like how did they expect us like we have like a Biden Trump general and they expected us they expect us to not go insane and we can't leave the house. All we can do is sit in here and think <laughs> about it. That's why
3: yeah I- that's why I've I'm like in the in the quitting early quitting smoking stages of quitting Twitter. Where like I'll go like weeks and weeks, and then I'll like fuck up and go on Twitter one day, mm-hmm. and be like, oh, Twitter, 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 and I'll smoke a whole pack of Twitter. And, uh, <laughs> also, Twitter CIA conspiracy, Twitter. Yeah, There's, I can see that. Be, Facebook, Facebook for is sure. for sure because if you I I've looked it up before, Facebook part of the like money that went into Facebook's founding when it went public came from a company that is run by former CIA agents and operatives and other military intelligence people designed to develop technology that is useful in gathering intelligence. Well, there you go. Which is like, like, so like, I don't know, so many conspiracies. They're also getting lazy. if If those motherfuckers shot JFK, like there's some twists and turns in that. Now it's just like, Oh no, we paid for this this global tracking software. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was us. We we invested in that. We seemed like it would be a good intelligence gathering uh <laughs> initiative to uh invest in Facebook.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, we did that. Yeah. Like, I don't know <laughs> what
3: us. Good it job by stupid. the way.
0: What are you going yeah. what are you going to do now?
2: I also like again, what are you going to do? Not post <laughs> not post boomer memes. Yeah. <laughs> like sorry. Like if you need to uh, you know, if you want to uh, post a meme of a minion telling your nephew to go back to Mexico, then you do uh, <laughs> Facebook. You know, I'm just I'm thinking
3: about I'm thinking about last week and how we talked about grifters. And like, I think like the conspiracy part of Trump is the part of Trump I don't like. And I like the grifter part of Trump because I'm just thinking about all the conspiracies we've talked about through all of this. And man, I'd rather hang out with those two fucking dirtbags that conned me out of a check for $180 for some magazines <laughs> while I was shirtless than fuck with any of these conspiracy motherfuckers. I can, like, man. the drifters are our people for the most part. <laughs> these conspiratorial motherfuckers, they all go to Yale and trick us into eating lsd all the time
2: <laughs> you sir have the boorish manners of
3: a Yaley.
0: why why did they force feed me all that lsd <laughs> if
3: only i didn't seek out and buy lsd so many times because the cia talked me into it <laughs> i don't
2: know man who was the first person who gave you lsd was it like
3: this random cia agent looking guy
2: or was it just vince
3: <laughs> I think it was uh, they're they're a friend, they're friendly. It was uh, I'm gonna bleep this. It was
1: uh, sounds about right.
3: That makes sense. Hmm. But uh, I'm so
1: but, glad I did it.
3: But at a certain point, oh, yeah. oh I'm oh. gonna do it again.
2: I don't know, man. I feel like I'm one like acid, tri- like I don't, I don't think like the CIA would even even need to fuck with me too much to turn me into Charles Manson at this point.
4: <laughs> one
2: acid trip, and I'd be like. Riding my dune buggy to uh go murder whoever the modern day version of Sharon Tate is.
3: Just Tim shows up all long haired. Where's your most pregnant celebrity?
2: I think it's like Katy Perry right <laughs> now, right? Who? <laughs> Who? Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Is
3: she pregnant?
2: I think so. I do not
0: know that. Katy Perry. Well, I
2: mean, I'm not going to. Katy, Katy Perry. Katy Perry I'm not, not going to.
0: Katy Perry back.
3: <laughs> oh, bro. Tim, were, you to say, Tim, were you trying to say you're not gonna carve up Katy Perry? Yeah, <laughs>
4: I wanted to get, I wanted to get that on the record. <laughs> yeah. Katy Perry.
0: At any rate, you did bring up earlier the Loch Ness monster and cryptids, and that does make my spidey senses tingle. Um, because like I don't know that shit. It's like it, I mean I I did I, I mean, I don't know. Like you said, I used to be really interested in, in the Loch Ness Monster specifically. I used to go to the public library a lot and just like keep taking out the same like five books that they had, and just like
2: you know, the only they had five all these books pictures they that... had in the library at worst. <laughs>
0: they were all just about the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> all about the Loch Ness. No <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it was gay it, but it was the you know, like they had some pictures of like supposed like you know, like sonar pictures and stuff like that and like all of them have been debunked like since then like then like i i I looked up some uh i was curious recently not for for this or anything like that but just randomly uh, a couple months back i was just like man has there been anything like on this recently and it's basically just all a bunch of papers written about how yeah, like this is there's no way any of this was real. There's no like th- th- this never happened. There was never a Loch Ness monster and there never will be. And it's probably true, but it sucks because it's like that's the one like cryptid thing that just is so it's just aesthetically so cool to me. Like uh an undersea creature that we haven't discovered yet that looks like a motherfucking dinosaur basically. Like that would be bad. I, like I want it to be true. I know it's not true, but it's the one that I want to be true. Like Bigfoot would be yeah. just kind of kind of fucking terrifying if I saw that in the woods and I, like, and I'm just walking through the woods and there's this big ass motherfucking like giant Bigfoot. That would I don't I don't know. I mean, I'd also be kind not of fucking as
2: appealing. <laughs> all right, I guess.
0: I mean, like I would be fucking scared of the Loch Ness monster too. Like depending on the situation. Like if I were on like a rowboat and, like, it popped up next to me, like, that'd be terrifying. But Like, if I saw it in the distance, like, I'm on the shore, and it's out there in the lock, like, I, that's straight. I'm, I'm down with it. That's...
2: <laughs> Can I say, like, like, you should, like, not be, like, discouraged by, like, people who go, like, the
0: Loch Ness Monster can't be real, and here's what. <laughs> well, but they were like, scientists.
2: But, scientists know things. No, first of all, no, like, good actual scientist is doing anything regarding the Loch Ness Monster. I don't know, man. Like, they about, gave like,
0: good reasons for why. I forget why. I should have <laughs> looked it up for this no, podcast, no, but, like, there's no. reasons why.
2: That's fine. Like, like, but, like, it's, first of all, that's a lame way to live your life. It's just, like, going out of your way to make sure the Loch Ness Monster isn't real. Isn't like, real, right. It. And then also, like, their fucking third eye is not open, man. Like, just because, like, you can't find this physical, like, specimen, you know, of, like, a a water dinosaur, or whatever the fuck they're called, that survived like extinction, like doesn't mean like like just a lot of these like paranormal things could be psychic phenomena as much as they're physical phenomena.
4: Ooh, like
2: if there's a reason why like there's all these places like Skinwalker Ranch and the Bermuda Triangle and up up by me actually the Bridgewater Triangle where like hey, did these... you say
0: Skywalker Ranch?
2: Skinwalker.
0: Skinwalker. Oh. I was like, like, where like, they do this sound for Lucasfilm? Like, why is that such a weird place?
2: <laughs> but And I bet you Loch Ness has a bunch of other weird paranormal shit happening also, because all there's these places that I think, that I, this is a, a, a theory I've gleaned from listening to hours upon hours of uh, last, contest, last, podcast, last podcast on, on the, the, the left, plus, of the, yeah. like, there's these places, <laughs> places in the world where reality is thin, and we have the ability to like attract beings that we don't quite understand just what the power we're like we're like antennae like the power of our minds and then there's also like okay. this 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 notion of a topa, which is like this creature that we create with our collective unconscious just by all like believing in it or all like you know what i mean so yeah like this what all these things could be is just like things that are half in the physical plane half in our minds or all like created by our minds or Right, with, like these things. So
1: you can't, you can't prove a negative. Yeah, you can't.
0: Yes. There's been so many times too, because of my like, like in middle school, because of my Loch Ness monster obsession, that like I would swear that I saw like something in the Cal SAG, but it was really just, you know, it always end up just being like trash or something
3: from, you know, the like the waterfalls.
2: <laughs> the yeah. of used condoms. <laughs>
3: I think that's kind of like what separates certain kinds of things from conspiracies, and it's weird that they're all kind of. I think it's the aliens that causes the bleed over. Because so once you get into the aliens, you get into government denial. It's like nobody's like, "Oh, the CIA is covering up the Loch Ness monster." Right.
2: You know, there are like paranormal, like like, like researchers who would tell you Bigfoot is an alien, the Loch Ness monster is an alien, like right. That like, all of these phenomena are, like I was saying, there's like these places like Skinwalker Ranch where like all this shit happens in the same exact place. I like, bet you all if right. you Google like UFOs near Lock Nuts, you'll find like a million things.
0: Probably. So Dude, who's like... to say we're not aliens? Like, think about how weird humans are. Like, and I'm sure there's a million conspiracies out there that deal with this exactly, but I've never read yeah. one. This to me is an original thought, like, that I'm having right now. But like, I, I just, but definitely. honestly, like, I mean, We're so fucking, we're fucking weird. Like, you know, if there were dinosaurs here before us and they were the natural, you know, like thing that was here and like, or whatever, like who's to say that we didn't come from the asteroids that killed dinosaurs, you know, and I'm just getting stoned and drunk now and spitballing here. Well, look, there's a pretty
2: pretty clear fossil record, but, (laughs) uh.
3: Also, when you get into stuff like the fossil record and the history of humanity, then you get into weird shit too. That's like, these are all like, we saved all the fun conspiracies for the end. We like front loaded this with all the bummer shit. Yeah. yeah. Now with we're this- talking about the fun shit, like Loch Ness Monster and Alien. Here's
0: the shit, man. There's the yeah. juicy shit.
2: And then while we're talking, I guess maybe, here's maybe something to end on is talking about the recent. Uh, um, oh, God, I hate when I have fucking word loss. The Pentagon admitting that they don't know what those videos are. Like, that they are in fact, like, Navy pilots taking videos of UFOs and they don't know what the UFOs are. What those are. They are real. Disclosure, is what it's called. The Pentagon, like, Tom DeLong from Blink-182. Blink-182, like, yeah. Yeah, he founded that To The Stars Academy and they got a hold of these tapes in, like, 2017 and started circulating them. These, like, Three videos of Navy pilots encountering UFOs, just, you know, doing what they always say, like moving way too fast for pots, like, and right. like changing directions too suddenly for it to be possible. And then, like, just recently, which is suspicious timing, the uh, Pentagon, like, is like, yeah, these are real. They're not hoaxes. Like, those are our pilots. Like, we don't know what these are, but we've decided to, like, just, uh, To verify their authenticity to like clear up confusion
0: why
3: now now? i just
0: like i just wonder like what like the other day some guy from like the who was whoever was in charge of this was just listening to take off your pants and jacket they were just like oh yeah we never get around to clearing up that (laughs) whole thing from time to long like we we should put a button on that (laughs)
2: Or he's just like, I don't know. It was a good distraction for a day. Yeah. You know, from like... Yeah. It's, uh, But, like, that's pretty fucking crazy. You should watch those videos yeah. like, if you haven't. Oh, I've it, seen like, them. Oh, I have. Pain. Those are yeah.
0: fucked. Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. Those are... And they you know,
1: like... I've been, I've been a believer of that for a while. Like...
3: Well, I haven't seen like these videos UFO, that you guys are specifically talking about.
1: UFO, the term unidentified flying object, comes from the military, doesn't it?
0: I believe so. I, I mean, like, from, like, I think it comes,
1: and so like anything that they don't know what it is is a UFO. Yeah. We kind of like in layman's terms, a UFO means aliens, but it doesn't mean it's proof of aliens. Well, it, it means, just means like unidentified it, flying object. All oh, right. I weird. mean, it
0: could be a drone. It could, for I mean, technically by that definition, right? But uh, I mean, where do you guys? So where do you guys stand officially on aliens? As far as like, do the like. I mean, obviously, we all have to admit that there's got to be. I mean, there's no reason not to believe that there's intelligent life somewhere in the universe, if not a shitload of places. You know, right? just because the universe is so yeah, of bad. Course. But I mean,
3: where I do you guys a few stand arguments as to why? Like, it's very bleak. But I've read some very good bleak arguments saying that we are alone in the universe. That's
0: so horseshit. But, that makes no sense. And they're
3: no. Well, I mean, and this is the thing. I guess this is why I was talking about LSD and punk rock being conspiracies it's like the shit that you don't want to be true yeah it's probably true all the shit that would be good and cool not true that's what i mean. <laughs> For 35 years on this planet it's like if there's something that you like it's probably bad and uh <laughs> no your no, names no, are all I problematic
2: mean... punk rock is a psyop and uh there's no such thing as aliens Yeah, yeah
0: what a blank episode thanks dan
2: sorry
4: i've seen enough Mulder. let's go
2: yeah okay but somewhere out there something is watching us there are alien forces acting in ways we can't perceive are we alone in the universe impossible when you consider the wonders that exist all around us voodoo priests of haiti the tibetan numerologists of appalachia the unsolved mysteries of unsolved mysteries the truth is out there
1: honestly it's like to the I'm at a point where, like, I can't just be, like, yes or no. Right.
2: I think if
1: I found out aliens had been here or they're here now or whatever, I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay.
0: Makes sense.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But also if I'd been like, nope, they definitely haven't been. Oh, yep. All right.
4: Right.
2: I don't don't know. know, Like, I don't know (laughs) if, like, but then this is, it's another thing is it's more, it's, like, more complex than just, like, Carbon-based life forms getting in like a metal ship and their planet, and then like flying to our planet. Like, you know, you could be looking at like so, uh, uh, an intelligence that's mastered interdimensional travel, but in like a way that we can really can't really experience the same way that they do. That right, uh, or you know, that these are like beings that just live in a parallel kind of dimension to us and there's like like i said these thin reality places where they pop back and forth Jesus. and like so just thinking it like almost no modern ufologist thinks that like aliens come from some planet you know in our universe and they flew here in a conventional ship like the ships like themselves may not even be like ships they may be beings themselves the ships like there's all right. sorts of like right. new, new like interesting ways to like think about this that open up new possibilities that are like effective in shutting down wieners who will tell you that like everything's too <laughs> far away Weirder. that's like the saddest thing i can think of is that there's like intelligent life out there and then they just will just n- never like contact each other just because we're too fucking far away that's a bummer yeah like, why would you want to live your life with that belief Like, belief.
3: Oh, i mean i don't want to you wait. You really think there's no a- You Wait, so Dan, you think there's no aliens? I don't know what I think. I don't spend a lot of time, like, I'm not going to stake a strong opinion you on this. You
0: are a crazy fr- like, You know how many verified, like, galaxies
3: there are. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't Does matter. matter. There's the... There's Probability. The, have, you the cos- have you ever heard the cosmic filter theory? No. Obviously. Like, or the, the galactic filter. I forget what it is. It's basically like, yeah, maybe other intelligent life is developed at other points, but we basically just kind of extinguish ourselves before we ever get the chance to speak to one another.
0: Like they could have been like, you know, like a shitload of time. Like they could have been a long time ago in a galaxy far yeah, away
3: at a certain point and they nuke themselves. Like we could still all we could like nuke each other all and just cease to exist because of nuclear weapons, too. Right.
2: Well, Ben, I'll tell you what, and maybe I'm going to have to end my contri- contribution to the podcast on this thought. When okay. the aliens do land and they read off the list of who's going to, like, come party with them in space and who's going to stay on Earth and get destroyed, Ben, you and I are going to space, and that's here. saying. <laughs> Damn
0: right. Yeah. And we're gonna be,
1: oh, man, what the fuck? with you? Know, be we're gonna be taking
0: a big leak on you guys from the spaceship as we're <laughs> flying away. We're gonna
2: be smoking space weed and drinking space beer and listening to space rock and roll, and it's gonna be nothing you guys can do about it while you drown in boiling sea water.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Peace, I'm out of here.
1: What did I, what did I do to get chipped out of
2: this though. I'm you come. <laughs> I'll find a good word for you with Kleptor.
3: (laughs) Thank you. Don't blame me. I voted for Kodos.